We are one day closer to the judgment of God. That in and of itself is a necessity to study this great subject. Let's talk about the judgment of God today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay with us. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Well, greetings to all of you. What an honor to have you join us for our study today from the International Gospel Hour. And we are much appreciative to our Jay Webb and the good work that he does in telling you about our broadcast, introducing our program, and you'll hear from Jay throughout our program. We are delighted to study the Word of God with you and to share with you some material that's absolutely free that we hope will be of help to you in your study of the Word of God. Let's talk about the judgment of God. You know, in John twelve forty eight, Jesus said, He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. You see, judgment day will be a reality. In Romans 14 and verse 12, we are taught that all of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Solomon of old concluded the book of Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen and 14 when he said, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. As we think on the word judgment, let's study further Romans 2, verses 1 through 10. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of His goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. And who will render to everyone according to his deeds. Eternal life to those who by patient continuance in doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and also of the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Judgment? There's no need to be afraid of that. According to truth, goodness of God? There's a lot of good things there. Let's think about the judgment of God as we consider this text of Romans 2, 1 through 10, on this very day. But first, I want to pause. Our J. Webb has a few words about our work at International Gospel Hour. I'll be back in about 30 seconds. Since 1934... The International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio, and to God be the glory. We are blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. 
We want you to grow in the knowledge of the Word of God. Thank you always for listening. Now, friends, please let us hear from you. Any way that we can be of help to you, we don't want your money. We're thankful that we can be on the air due to interested friends. As Brother Jay just mentioned, Congregations of Churches of Christ bring you this broadcast absolutely free. doesn't cost you a thing, friend. P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. Please write us. We'd love to hear from you. That's the International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. Please let us know how we can be of help to you. Now back to Romans chapter 2. Let's consider. The judgment of God is according to truth. That's verse 2. But we know that the judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. Jesus said in John seventeen seventeen, Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. And heaven and earth will pass away, but his words will by no means pass away. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Matthew 25, or Matthew 24 rather, 35 through 36. The judgment of God is according to truth, and God's word instructs us of that beautiful, it's according to truth, and the truthfulness of the judgment of God. We submit to you, verse 3, that the judgment of God is inescapable. And do you think this, O man, you who judge those practicing such things and doing the same, that you will escape the judgment of God? The truth is clear. Do any of us think we will escape the judgment of God? Dear friend, not a chance. Think again. Second Corinthians 5.10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Hebrews 9.27 says, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Death is an appointment that we all will face unless the Lord returns, and then there is judgment. In Hebrews 2 and verse 3, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him? We will not escape, dear friends, and we do not need to neglect the great salvation that God has provided. The judgment of God is inescapable. We will all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Are you ready? Third from verse 5, the judgment of God is righteous. But in accordance with your hardness and your impenitent heart, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. Let's think about that word righteous for a moment. Paul in Second Thessalonians 1, 5, and 6, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. I'm thankful that God's righteous judgment is on my side. The question is, am I on His side? Second Timothy 4.8 says, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. Those are the words of the Apostle Paul near the end of his life, but how he could in turn praise and be thankful for Christ being the righteous judge. This is such a great and assuring point. If, if one is righteous, 
Romans 11.22 reminds us of the goodness and the severity of God toward those who continue in His grace, goodness, but toward them which fail, severity. Where do we stand, dear friends? Are we certain that we are saved and that we are walking in the righteous judgment of God? May we submit to you, verses 6-10 through 10 of Romans 2, that the judgment of God is according to man's deeds. He speaks of those that are working good or well-doing about the things they should be doing, verses 7 and 10. We're reminded of the good and faithful servant in Matthew 25, verse 21, as well as the other servant in Matthew 25:23. Well done, you good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things, enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. How beautiful it is that we can be about the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Matthew 25 and verse 34, Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Dear friend, is that us? Is that you? Is that me? Will we be doing well and serving God faithfully when the day of judgment comes? Will we be serving God when we leave this earth through death? Are we prepared to meet the Lord? We're also warned of those that will be doing things that are wrong, doing evil, verses 8 and 9. In Second Thessalonians 1, 7-9, And to you who are troubled, rest with us, when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. Dear friends, we must be prepared to meet the Lord. Have we obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ? Through simple trusting faith and confessing Him before men, have we repented of our sins, been baptized into Christ for those sins to be washed away, not before, but when we are baptized into Christ, raised to walk in the newness of life, Romans 6, 4-6, through 6, and added to His church, the pre-denominational, not a chance denominational body, of the Lord Jesus Christ, Matthew sixteen eighteen and Ephesians one twenty two and twenty three. Dear friend, it is possible for an individual who was once obedient to fall away. I know that surprises a lot of people, but listen to what Peter said in Second Peter two twenty and twenty one. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Dear friend, is that you? Is that me? Let it not be. Are we good and faithful? Or are we unprepared to meet the Lord? Dear friends, let's think on these things and let us help you through a very special Bible study, here is our J-Web. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friend, the judgment of God is long-suffering. Romans chapter 2, verse 4. His goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, 
knowing that His goodness leads us to repentance. Dear friends, will you be prepared? Are you obedient to the gospel of Jesus Christ? We hope you will respond to His simple plan of salvation of which we mentioned earlier and study these things together with us at another time. Thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm so grateful you're with me today. I'm Jeff Archie, and until next time, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today, To God Goes All the Glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.